Jesus loves me. He paid it all for me. Oh, how Jesus loved me. Jesus loves us, oh, how Jesus loves us, he paid it all for us. Indeed, you are beautiful, God. Indeed, you are beautiful. The greatest love. It's good for me to love a God. It's wonderful to know you love me. Thank you, Jesus. Oh God, let your people feel your love today, your presence. Let your presence overwhelm your people. Feel your people, oh God. Thank you, Jesus. Oh God. What if your people knew you as well as they knew their best friends, oh God? What if they knew you enough to even finish your sentences? To thank your thoughts and to laugh your laugh. To smile your smile. And to cry over the things that you cry over. To hate what you hate and love what you love. To even care about the things that you care about, oh God. See, people of God, can people see Jesus Christ in you? See, people saw Jesus in the people of the old. Many people saw Jesus Christ in the life of Paul. Jeremiah, David, the apostles. But in this world, can people see Jesus Christ in you? I want to draw your attention to a story before I share the word of God. This is a story between two people. You don't think the teacher will hear us, do you? My life partner whispered to me. We were watching an extremely boring video on the lifestyle of the cell. Instead of taking notes, we were talking. Nah, I don't. Before I could finish my sentence, I looked up and saw the teacher standing over us, giving a same look. Just kidding. I blurted out, not sure what I, why I said it. I guess it just seemed to be the best way to lighten up what could turn into a tense situation. What did you say, my teacher asked in a tone that seemed more surprised than angry. Oh, just kidding. You know, you sound like the girl who sits in your seat the period earlier. Come to think, 
you two sound a lot alike. I'm sure you must be friends with Lauren. Well, yes, we are very good friends, I, I answered. Relieved, the teacher seemed more interested in me and my friend than in the fact that I had not been paying attention in class. After the period ended, Lauren and I met up so we could walk to our next class together. Something we always do. Next to Lauren was a girl who was new to our school. After Lauren introduced me to her, the three of us walked down the hall together. As Lauren turned to the corner to go to her classroom, she shouted above all the hallway noise, meet me by the pop machine. I shouted back, finishing her sentence. Of course. The new girl was staring at me. I can't believe it, she said. You guys finish each other's sentences and keep changing subjects so fast that no one can keep up with you. That's when it hit me. What if I knew Jesus Christ as well as I know my best friend? Oh, God. I thought about what it would be like to be able to finish his sentences, to think his thoughts, to laugh his laughs, to smile his smile. To cry over the things he cries over. To care about the things he cares about. And then I thought about how my teacher and the new girl sort of saw Lauren and me. Since we are so much alike. What if people saw Jesus in me? What if I was so close to him that my life looked a lot like his? I still have ways to go but I really want to build that relationship. The kind that make people stop and say, hey, you remind me of Jesus. You too must be really close. Let us pray. Spirit of the living God, as I talk to your people, please, may you minister through me to touch the lives of your people and heal wounds. Help others to return back to their first love. In Christ Jesus' mighty name, I pray and I cry unto you with thanksgiving. Amen and amen. People of God, when we look at this story, we saw everything that is in it. The guy knew his friend very well enough that he could, he didn't need to see her to think the kind of things that she would do. They knew each other so much. They loved each other so much that they were connected. They learned about each other so much that they could finish each other's sentences. How much do you love God? You say you love God, but you find it hard to learn about God. You say you love God, but you find it hard to spend time with God. You say you love God, but when God says something that he told you in the old, you can't even finish it. Oh, God. God have mercy on us. But today, the grace of God will be renewed. And I know you will have a renewal of mind. Ephesians chapter 5 verses 1 through 14. 
we learn about how we need to come out of the darkness. The Lord has taken us out of our miseries, out of darkness. And now, verse 11 makes us understand that have nothing to do with the fruitless deeds of darkness, but rather expose them. We go on and say, it is shameful even to mention that the disobedient do in what the disobedient do in the secret. But everything exposed by the light becomes visible. Glory to Jesus. And everything that is illuminated becomes a light. This is why I said, wake up sleeper, rise from the dead and Christ will shine on you. We need to be awakened from the dead. Many of us in sleeping, we are being dead. But it is my prayer that the Holy Spirit, Holy Ghost, will awaken us from the dead. Amen. We no longer have anything to do with the dark. I'm drawing your mind to something. Please bear with me. Matthew chapter 5, verses 13 through 16. We learn that we are the salt of the world, of the earth, but if the salt loses its saltiness, how can it be made salty again? It is no longer good for anything except to be thrown out and trampled underfoot. Just like the word of God says that he is the vine and if you are not bearing good fruit, he's going to cut us off. Now listen to 14. You are the light of the world. A town built on a hill cannot be held in. Hallelujah. If, you, if, if there's a shining star... That is right there in front of you. As long as it's signs, you will see it. Neither do people light a lamp and put it under a bowl. What kind of foolishness is that? Why would you do that? Instead, they put it on its stand and gives, and it gives light to everyone in the house. They put it on the stand so everyone can see. In the same way, let your light shine before others. Hallelujah that they may say your good deeds and glorify your Father in heaven. Hallelujah. As your light is shining, God is being glorified. Do not let your light go dim. How can your light shine? When you get that light, it does not just stay on. You must build that relationship with God so the light will shine. You must draw nearer to that light so the light will continue to shine. You must be all about that light. You must use that light so the light will continue to have power. The light is so everlasting that you don't want to lose it. Ephesians 3 verses 14 through 21. A prayer from Paul to the Ephesians. That I want to draw your attention to. For this reason I kneel before the Father from whom every family in heaven and on earth derives its name. I pray that out of his glorious riches he may strengthen you with power through his spirit in your inner being. So that Christ may draw, dwell in your heart through faith. And I pray that you being rooted and established in love may have power together with all the lost holy people to grasp how wide and long and high and deep is the love of God thank you Jesus and to know 
this love that surpasses knowledge. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. That you may be filled to the measure of all the fullness of God. Now to him who is able to do immeasurably more than all we ask or imagine according to his power that is at work within us. To him be glory in the church and in Jesus Christ throughout all generations, wherever and ever. Amen. I want you to know that God loves you. He loves you so much. It is important for you to love him, but he loves you so much. He needs your attention. He needs you to draw closer to him. Only if you will be obedient and draw nearer to the light. He will shine through you and draw people onto himself. Because let me tell you, let me paint a picture to you. I always tell people that I preach to or minister to that regardless of the darkness, the light makes a difference. Imagine a room that is full of darkness, a room that is, is dark, totally dark. But then put a candle at a point in the room and you see that there is light afar. But as you draw nearer onto that candle or onto that light, you will see that around that light, it is actually very, very, very bright. Same here. If you would draw nearer onto Jesus Christ, his light will shine through you so mightily that you would not even understand. It will blow your mind. You may be asking, why did I use the story of these two young people? You see, they love each other so much that they drew near onto each other. They had a tight relationship. That's what I want to bring to your attention, that if you have a tight relationship, run away from the dark because God is not a God of darkness. He's a God of light, everlasting light. He has overcome darkness, so you should not have anything to mingle with the dark. Draw nearer unto the light, the Savior Jesus Christ. In Him is eternity and eternal life. There is no other place that you can find. Scripture makes us understand that Jesus Christ, that I'm talking about, He is the way, the truth, and the life. No one gets to God except through Him. Today, what is your story? Today, where do you stand with Jesus Christ? Today, what is your love relationship with God? Are you able to pick up your Bible and read it from the depths of your heart or do you feel like it's just a requirement? Are you able to get on your knees and cry unto God, pray, develop a relationship, a prayer lifestyle with God just like a natural habit? Or is it just something that is forceful unto you? Something that is just so hard for you to do? Yes, you are right. It's supposed to be hard. But then, that's why he has given us his spirit. That's why we are supposed to call on his spirit. Because without his spirit, we do it in vain. And we only fool ourselves. 
That is why his spirit is there to help us. To take our request up to the heaven. Up to God. To send our communication with the heavenly father. Maybe you are like Stein, KB. You're over here talking about getting closer to God, but I don't know how to get closer to God. Can you please at least show me how? Well, we are going to do it together. I'm here to encourage you and help you take a step of faith. The step of faith that we are going to take is we are going to glorify Him with our lives every day. We are going to let Jesus Christ be our words, our lips, our everything. On top of that, we are going to do the basics. As in, we are going to read our word every day, wholeheartedly. We are going to pray. We are going to have Christ on our mind every time. That when we are being led into temptation, we, remind, we, we are reminded of Christ. That's what the Holy Spirit is supposed to, is supposed to do. And if that's not happening, then that means that there is a spirit that is not of God that is operating in you. And that spirit must be put to an end, must be put to shame in the name of Jesus. People of God, I don't know what spirit that lies within you, but today I proclaim your freedom. I declare your freedom by the power and authority of the Holy Ghost invested in me, not to say it out of pride, but to say it in all humility and in obedience, that Holy Ghost, your word says that if we mention your name, every knee, principalities, authorities must bow. And this day I am declaring freedom for your people in the name of Jesus. I declare freedom for you, my dear sister, brother, mother, father. Whoever you are that is listening to me, I declare freedom for you. I pray that the grace of God that Paul reminded us about as he was praying with Ephesians will be our portion today. That it will sustain us to remain zealous to, to remain steadfast, to be diligent in our walk with Christ and in our seeking of our Savior. May your obedience to listen to this audio bring glory to God and break chains in your life. I pray that any prayer request that you have, the Lord listen to you and the Lord do for you. Now unto him, as Paul said once again, who's able to do exceedingly above all that we can ask for. May he do for us and be with us. In Jesus Christ's mighty name, we pray with thanksgiving. Amen and amen. Thank you all for listening, people of God. Once again, this is your brother, Stan KB, Uso of God for KB Ministries and the Live for Christ Movement. I greet you all with the love of God, and I pray this audio was a blessing unto you. Please visit us at www.liveforchristnetworks.com and let us continue shaking our generation for Christ. Until next time, your brother, Stan KB, Uso.
Bye-bye.